Hi there. Welcome to another episode of the Gunner Up Podcast brought to you by NigeriaGunners.com. This is the first podcast of the year and I'm excited to be here. Um, on this episode, we'll um, talk about Nymeri's team that has not so far. We're going to talk about his relationship with key players and um, we'll be taking a brief look at our games against West Ham and um, the FA Cup tie against Manchester United later in the month. Also, we'll be talking about transfers, Banega, Denis Suarez and the likes. And uh, it sure promises to be an exciting time here on this um, episode this day. Um, joining me on this episode of the Gunner Podcast are two lovely Arsenal fans as usual. Olatunde is a returning. Hi, Olatunde. Good evening, everyone. It's good to be back on the podcast. It's been a while. And I think I miss everyone here. Thanks for coming on. And Ayobami. This is actually his first time on the podcast. Welcome, Ayobami. Good evening. My name is Ayobami. I'm happy to be, to be with you guys and to discuss the team. I mean, Arsenal. Thank you for having me. All right. Um, it's good to have you guys join this episode of the Gunner Podcast. Um, as usual, my name is Olumu Yewa. Um, so let's um, just get right at it. Um, the last time we met on this podcast, we were, we were um, on a 22-game unbeaten, unbeaten run, and since then a lot has happened. Really, we've um, we, the unbeaten run ended at Southampton. We've lost, um, we've lost scandalously to Liverpool. We've we've been knocked out of uh, the Carabao Cup by Spurs, and um, we've, also, we've also had a couple of draws along the way. But um, here we are again. It's um, 2019. So um, I'm going to ask you guys. Unai uh, Emery has spent um, six months as the manager of Arsenal, and within that period, um, we've we've had um, mixed results. So um, Tunde. What, what are your views of um, the first six months of Nyamere? Yeah, I would say um, the first six months has been good. Uh, I won't be carried away with the uh, few results in the last few games. Mm. Uh, starting from August till now, it has been good. So at some point, we had issues. You know, at, um, as regards player, player manager, um, management, and all like that. And really, I think it affected the team in some ways, you understand, you know, not trying to play some players. You think, um, tactical reasons, you know, you understand. So, but it's starting good. Even with the squad we have, the way he has been able to utilize and also taking into consideration the list we have on our, on our hands. It's, it's been a good season, to be honest. So far, it's been good. Thank you very much. I really want to say, it's been bad uh, because uh, we all know our position last year. We all knew what we all wanted this year. Already, we already have more wins uh, away from home than we had the whole of last season. Mm. So I think uh, Emery is that bring ideas on the team. He's, he's going to take a while, but I think we are on our way there. We are highly unlucky where are the injury issues we had at, I mean, during December. But let's hope now that the boys are coming back together, we can still put up a fight for this season again. But he's been doing some good work. All right, um, uh, he has been doing some. Um, he has he has done well so far. That is the general assessment. But then this begs the question, and I'm directing that question at you, um, Ayobami. Uh, are we really better 
under 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 Unai Emery than we were um, during us and when guys um, last season. Are we really better? Mm, I would say the only thing I wouldn't want to compare it yet because Emery has what just six months into his tenure, uh, and when when guy had what almost twenty two years. Or mm. so, what I would say is uh, Emery brought one thing that is. Uh, a new atmosphere, a winning atmosphere. The fact that go up there and give us your effort. You, the Arsenal of old used to play and try to pass the ball around for as long as we can before we get into the net. But recently there is more purpose in, so in most of our matches. Now we want to go forward and get more goals. Even though our buying is still a worry. That's where we should actually be uh, bothered. But I feel uh, we are better. This uh, this particular season than we were last season under uh, Monsi Wenger. Prof, is that an assessment you agree with? Yeah, definitely. You know, last season we were beginning to lose it on all fronts. You know, tactically we were being outclassed by almost every team we played last season. You understand? And this season, I think we talked about it in one of our podcasts so far this season when. Um, I said that there's this um, only mentality that comes into the team. You know, the way the spirit to see the guys play with and all like that. So um, it's been a bit of a different approach as regards to, or as compared to Wenger's. Yeah, but then this is Emery's first season, you know, Wenger, Wenger spent 22 years with us. So we, just, we should just give it to him for now and see how he pans out at the end of the day. Like both of you have said that um, that um, uh, Emery has done well and, 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 and the likes. The stats, the stats, do we have the stats to back it up really? Um, because looking back at last season, fine, we might have gotten uh, more wins this season than we did last last year. But the truth is, um, I think um, in terms of um, where we were last season and where we where we are this season, statistically, I don't think there is much difference. Um, Prof. Yeah, yeah, there, there has been no, no, no too much difference, you know, from where we had last season and where we had today, where we were last season rather, and where we had this season. But one thing is different, you know, the approach. Emery, Emery is actually not um, continuing with the trend of things that we, that we ended with last season. You know, he's trying to bring, build a new dynamics in the team. And if he's building a new dynamics, Definitely, we won't see the full effect this season in just one season. So it's it's a periodic thing. Like over time, we start seeing what he's you know, built in the team. We start seeing the effects of his approach on the team. Mm. All right, um, Ayo. Uh, I, as much as I always try to avoid comparing last season with this season, well, there's, uh, there's position no, there is no way. We... Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, okay. Okay, position-wise on the, the EPL, in the EPL, uh, there's no difference in 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 our position. Uh, but there is difference in the team spirit, a big one actually, and that is yeah. the area we should actually applaud Emery this season. Because a team that you want to, to go onto the pitch and step on uh, uh, into their gladiator uniform and fight everything for for their winning. You want them to have a good spirit, and that Emery brought into the team this season. Uh, so I believe we'll be at the same position. This particular team has better chance to fight for that top four position than had the previous 
uh, thing that I played last season had. This one had has got a chance. We have two wonderful strikers that that can lead us that if they appear together. Thank you. Like I said when I was um, when I was starting, I said we impact on uh, on 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 a 22 game on beating run, and then it felt all was well with the Aston World. And then after a while, we lost down beating run at um, Southampton. After that, we've, we've lost um, two more games. We lost to um, we lost to Spurs. We lost to um, to Liverpool. And um, then I just want to ask you guys: the unbeaten run uh, is it is it really an unbeaten run really? Because if you look at where we were when we started the unbeaten run, then where we are when the unbeaten run ended, it was it was similar to the one Manchester United had. Was it two seasons ago? <laughs> you know, you were in draws. Actually, they were having draws, so <laughs> don't compare. <laughs> Is it truth? It was. It was so close because we we didn't really move exactly up, uh, the table. We were like at the same spot, just going up and down. This day we are battling for fourth. The next week we are back at sixth. Uh, <laughs> but, okay. Go on, go on, go on, Ayo. <laughs> but one thing is during that period. It is called a bit of confidence. We can do. We, we all know what led to the bit of uh, dr- uh, draws that we had and the losses. We knew it was issues from the back line, but we know this team knows that we can fight with the big big boys and have a chance. If we don't, we areas uh, the summer to fix some other areas he is interested in fixing, and then we will see a better team. But presently, we already. Confidence in the team, and we can see it already, um, well, even in the finishes and goals. Well, Thank uh, you. Yeah, um, you 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 said something about um, about um, um, having 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 um, a summer of transfer and the likes. But then I remember when we were making um, some of the signings last summer, the the the, the general agreement amongst fans. Well, I'm not I'm not included really. Is that this is the best summer we've had? So what changed? <laughs> Uh, there's there's this belief in some quarters, and it has actually been um, echoed by, in quote, some of the so-called legends that it will take um, years to undo um, the the damage, in quote, as in Wenger did to the club. Is that something you agree with? Well, the thing is, let, let, let me let me correct something. It's not about the damage as Wenger actually caused the team. The team was actually regressing immediately we moved. To the Emirates, immediately we left Ibrox to the Emirates. It wasn't any of Wenger's fault that we couldn't spend money. To be honest, though at some point Wenger lost some some abilities too, because he was actually overdoing so many things. He was overseeing so many things because he he, he was one of the senior members of the club and all. But the thing is, the truth is, you don't expect me to be at my hundred percent while just getting a job. I'll keep improving myself on the job. That's what we call experience. So now Emery, Emery is still knowing the team. So the more the more he adds to the team, the more the team has a signature. So the more of the signature he has in the team, then more of his own team, more of what we call this is my team. You understand? That's why that's why I think um, what people are saying that we need some summers to fake things. They are very right. 
you know, there, there are still so many dead dudes in our team that we really need to sort, sort out, you know. There are so many wages, so many players, high-profile players that uh, are not justifying their wages that we need to actually dump off and probably get new ones that would fight for the team, you know, that would actually play according to what the coach wants and still be on a... a, a a, a, a cool wage, so to say, you understand, a, a wage that is not too outrageous and all. So, seeing that we need some summers, everybody needs some summers to actually perfect the team and make the team his own. Actually, a right assertion. All right, um, let's um, leave um, the um, off-field matters for a while. We're still going to go back to that. And let's talk about um, Emery's tactics. Most of the time, I've, um, I've come across as someone a bit critical of the manager, judging by most of my tweets on Twitter, really. And I I don't know. Yeah. That's just um, the way I, I sit at the time. Then... Um, Inaimri has um, come out to, uh, to tell us a lot of times that most of the changes he, 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 he made or makes during games are down to tactics or um, and the likes. But then you see the team awesome. You see the team suffering as a, as a result of those changes. Take for instance, there were some games we drew where we had um, three central midfielders. And um, instead of um, taking off one of the central midfielders, uh, to bring on Ramsey, the manager actually took over um, Alexander Lacazette. I think that was against Brighton also, and eventually we drew that game one one. So um, let, let me ask um, Ayobami, what um, is your view, or what are your views of Emery's tactics so far? Do you agree with all his tactical moves? I really don't agree with most of his tactical reasons because um, managers tend to hide under the tactical reasons when they make. <laughs> A bit of music. Uh, yeah, still, yeah. his tactics are his, and we can't. Uh, so, so he still has the umbrella of tactical reasons to use. But some some substitutions uh, recently uh, were alarming. Uh, there are times when we all know that we are about having this game at the scruff of his neck, and then all of a sudden we will just let off the gas. A big example was uh, recently when uh, Ozil was substituted within, I mean, during that time when we bring up, we brought on Iwobi. Uh, it showed that uh, some tweaks doesn't really work and some of his statics can be off. So he, he showed us that uh, he also likes to play with statics. Uh, but really, I, I, I don't buy some of his statics this season. But he's, he's a sign. He needs to play about the board so he can get his best team. I think he's still working on having his best team, actually. Mm. <laughs> but then, um, there, there, there is this belief that if you make um, changes so much at the start of, um, in between games, if you make um, changes within games so much, that means you might have gotten your starting eleven wrong initially. Um, Prof, let me let me have your take on um, this Emory tactics. You know, you know, we've talked about this thing over and over. I even I've tweeted a lot of things about, you know, Emery's tactics and all. The thing is, I think the love of Gwendozi is actually affecting with Emery's decision, you know, in some of his um, tactical, whatever, approach, approaches. Um, I said something on, <clears throat> online that you benching Ozil is not my issue. My issue is, are you playing the right personnel where they are supposed to be? If you have three defensive midfielders who are flat, non-creative midfielders, why play th the three of them against a small team? 
Okay, I had some people say that no team is small in EPL. If you take it or leave it, there are still small teams in EPL. So if, if you are going for a 4-3-3, a three-man midfield, right? Then you need a box-to-box like Ramsey to play. So I was saying, I've, I've said before that if you are playing Zaka Torreira, let's know that, okay, you are playing Zaka Torreira and you are playing a box-to-box with them. Gwendozi and Zaka, they are doing the same the same work. It's like as if two persons doing exactly just one person's work. Exactly. exactly. You understand? Exactly. So, so if you look at if you look at if you look at the Brighton game, I was so I was so so angry about the game because after we scored our goal, we were not going forward again. We were playing the ball in central park, and Uzi was not even getting the ball. Like I said, I had much of the ball because he was he was falling back in, get the ball and all. You understand? Then the the he, he made that very very suicidal decision uh, to remove Ozil. And so, uh, Ozil at the, at, the, at the end of first half, yeah. and again, and again, for minutes afterwards, he removed Lacazette. So this is where I'll say that his touches have not been um too perfect. They've been questionable at some point. Mm. But I feel once he gets okay, like like we, we've been hearing that he's been chasing um this Sevilla guy now, Banega. If he gets if he gets Banega, then you will see a different approach in Amifid again because if you're playing Banega, Zaka Torreira, it's different from playing Gwendozi. Banega is a much more experienced player. So I just feel once he starts getting the players he actually needs himself, then we'll see changes. Though start, some of the tactics have been questionable so far. Okay, I was going to talk about the issue of Gwendozi okay. and Unai Emery's uh, supposed affection for him. Mm. Uh, I believe Gendouzi is just an option for the team. An option to, to play in the middle because we don't really have much people right now to, to, to cover up in some spaces. Gendouzi is not the kind of player we, 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 we want to rely on in that middle right now. He's a young boy trying to bring out his trade. No matter how uh, talented and exceptional he is, he, the pressure will still get to him at some point. But still, when we have uh, uh, leaders in the midfield, then he can grow better. So I don't believe he should be overplayed. I believe he should be, he should, he should steadily have his game time so that we don't uh, push him out there to the British media too early and 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 uh, put his career uh, in danger. Let's 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 move forward now to um, off-field issues. Um, recently, um, there were talks about Naimri's relationship with some of the big players and then. Um, there is this belief, and I tend to agree really that um, he can't really undo um, the big egos in the dressing room. We saw the situation, uh, we saw the issue with Ozil, even though uh, most of the time he would always come out to tell us um, he was left out for tax charges and the like, and then we saw the situation uh, with Aaron Ramsey. So, um, what do you guys make of the whole um, of relationship with um, key players? Prof? Um, I actually don't want to agree with the assertion that um, Unai can't manage big egos because we, we really don't have big egos in our teams. That, that's just a fact. Ozil is not the kind of player that has a big ego. I also feel the issue he's having with Ozil in particular now is about his taxes. The thing is, Arsenal does not have a balanced team. We are, we are a, a wingless team. Let me, let me put, put, it, put it that way. We are a wingless team. So, the way, the way we play the suits. A player, a ten like Ozil. 
I keep saying it that even if we get another thing, I've been hearing about most of James Rodriguez at some point. Even if we buy James Rodriguez, in fact, it's going to be worse than Ozil. <laughs> Why do we? I'm, I'm serious. I'm serious. It's going to be worse than Ozil because the thing is, we 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 tend to play narrower now. As compared to before, that's why you see players like Kolasinac actually having so many assists in our team because we play now right through the middle. There are no wing forwards in the team. Do you understand? So I think that's the basic the, the issue is having with Ozil and also the issue of his weight. I think Arsenal now knows that the Ozil's weight is actually affecting our decision making, and I think that is that has been the issue we have with Ramsey. I think Ozil's weight is the issue is the reason why Ramsey is leaving Arsenal. Because the, the agent was was hell bent on okay they want something closer to Ozil which the club does not want and I've been, I've been saying that I've been saying that Una Henry is looking for a way to boot Ozil out so as to reduce the weight uh, in the team. I agree. I agree. I agree. And in fact, in fact, I've been saying that even Mkhitaryan might not actually last at us now. So it's not about the issue of um him being able to manage players with big ego and all. I think it's just about. Trying to balance the team in a way. Okay. Do do I've not been too happy with the way has been treating Ozil. Mm. If you want to sell a player that you don't need, sell him off. Mm. Without I, I know Arsenal fans now. Once the media or probably the coach, you know, to position the player for criticism, they will go defend on him hundred percent. I think that's what is actually happening. That's what is actually happening right now. Uh, the media want to find a way to cause one. Uh, uh, unsteady moment on, or the other between, uh, Ozil and the manager. They want to find a way in. See, the team presently has a high pole. Uh, Lacazette is always uh, posting how he's having fun. Obamiang is having fun. Everybody is having fun. If you, if you can't break that high energy, can go ahead to build something big. Something very wonderful. India can be. All they want is something. They just want to cause some controversy so that they can. They are bait clickers. So I think that was what happened. They, 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 they. Sorry, apologies. They are clickbaiters. They've been trying to find a way to come in and use the Ozil fan base against the manager and the team itself. So the whenever this happens, Emery comes out and say. He is good with Ozil. Anything that comes up, I believe, as a man, they should handle it on their own. Footballing reasons, they should handle it on their own. He is he's having injury or he's having back spasm or whether this or that. He will. He's a player that shouldn't be exempted from having injuries. He's one player we always want in every game because we love the way he plays. And I I, I enjoy what Prof said by saying, uh, we we are wingless. Yes, a team without wingers. And not bring the best out of Ozil. Yeah. Uh, we can remember his best days in in Real Madrid, Real Madrid. when he had uh, Ronaldo to Demar- always Demar- give that those funny funny throws. You know how he plays his game. He prefers to imagine us having wonderful wingers for him to deliver ball for. Right? You know Ozil, he will always deliver. But one thing is, we should not allow. On this, uh, on these, and then Arsenal fans should not put a major against the big uh, guns in the dressing room. And then again, I think the issue that occurred with, uh, sorry, the issue that previously occurred with Emery and uh, Neymar, 
at DSG yeah. uh, and also the Cavani issues, mm-hmm. where, where what the uh, media was trying to draw uh, their claims from, that it is the same issue that happened there that about to happen now. Well, I would want the Arsenal fans not to give the media a, a passage into our our team chemistry right now the media know how to go about this thing really so we can't really <laughs> we can just we can just wa- um, watch and react as um, these um, issues come around but um the truth is and i'm just going to tell you this is my personal um, view right now most of the time i don't believe um ozil is injured i just think like provis uh like Provis said the manager is trying to um look for a way to freeze him out of the team and the truth is, a player of Ozil's caliber, earning over 300,000 per week, you can't just freeze that kind of player out. He has to play, he has to work for the money. That's just my view, really. Uh, let's uh, move um, to the Ramsey situation. Um, this evening, I read a piece um, by um, David Onstein of the BBC where he said um, the Ramsey situation was down to the fact that. Um, Emery wasn't really convinced Ramsey was suiting to his style of play. That has been that has been um, is it a contradiction now? Because there there was a time there was this school of thought this was down to his wages, which wage um demands. That that's the reason why we we are reluctant to renew his contract and the likes. Um, so Pro, what's your view? I don't think it's tactical. I don't think so. I don't think it's tactical. Because if if we if we see add Ivan Gassidis, I think Ramsey would have stayed. Yeah, even if it was Wenger, Rams- okay. Yeah. Yes, even, even without have, even, like, even, even without Wenger, Ramsey would have stayed. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm saying Gassidis Emery now mm. because they already offered the contract while Gassidis was on board. Yeah. So now a new regime came came on, and they decided, okay, this guy, what this guy is actually asking for, is too much. So I don't think it's tactical because if you look at it, Ramsey is one of the highest assistants in the team now. He has what probably probably the highest the, the, the player with the highest assistant in the team. Yeah, yeah, the highest. And coming from the bench, so I don't think it's tactical. Even if it's tactical, and he redeems with Ramsey already. At first, he was playing Ozil on the wings and playing Ramsey at a, a ten or a eight. So to say now, it wasn't working at the beginning of the season. It wasn't working. But along the season when they started benching Ramsey, I'm tired delivering. So to me, it's not tactical. I think it's just basically a, a management issue. You know, people think uh, the management thought, okay, we can't because we are giving Ozzy 350. Okay, Ramsey wants 250 and on and on and like, like that. When it's time to renew other, other players' contracts also, they will demand for such a high wage. And I think that's why Arsenal actually tried to make this sacrifice on Ramsey, though it's a painful one anyways. Well, the players of Ramsey, Ramsey's quality shouldn't, shouldn't be going for free. That's just the annoying yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to uh, mince words. Ramsey is one of my favorite players in the team. I love him as a person. I love him as a person. We, we, we all love him, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Um, Ayo, your view? Uh, I'll say it's both. Okay. It's both. Okay. Uh, we don't... Uh, I will say Ramsey... Emery to get... The best out of Ramsey, he was ready to play the whole, whole team around him. Mm-hmm. That's just kind of player. He wants to own the ball. He wants to dictate the pace of the ball. He wants to get that ball into the team with you. So 
but uh, the present team we run is a full flow team. Is a full flow offense team, which sometimes leave uh, Ramsey with, I mean, making last minute poor decisions. You, you, we all know who Ramsey can be. Sometimes when he, he just uh, overplayfully give away the ball or something like that, his returns to me, uh, person has not is not commensurate with the contract he, uh, he was requesting for. Uh, I know Ozil ends high, and uh, personally, I, I wasn't a fan when he went so high. I would have, uh, I would have preferred a contract that would encourage us to also grow other people's contracts instead of having to pit other people's contracts against Ozil's. But look at Ramsey; he's going to Juve to end one forty. So I still believe he would have stayed for something reasonable I, around that period. I, That's I, even I, lower than what Mkhitaryan is currently earning. I don't think Ramsey would have stayed even for for for. But I think Sanlegi has the right to in that contract uh, based on the amount he's requesting for. So I will support that issue of uh, it is the management issue concerning contracts uh, and all. But I think Emery also hasn't really found a way, a very good spot for Ramsey in that team. It's it's also a bit of the reason. Thank you, Ivan. All That's right. right. Thank you. All right. I, 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 I think um, Ramsey is going to earn far more than the 140 you quoted because, um, according to reports, it's going to be the second highest earner. Okay. It's going to be the second highest earner mm-hmm, exactly. at um, Juventus, which is um, behind Ronaldo. Okay. So um, I'm not really, I'm not sure of the figure really, but I think it's going to be higher than the 140. Well, I'll, and the fact I'll that it's going. You said? I said I can't confirm any figure yes. because you know how the media can be. But what has been on, uh, what, what went viral area earlier today was 140,000. If it was uh, 140, pounds. we could actually afford that. So there is no reason why. I'm telling you. That was why I said Sanley had a reason, must have had a reason to, to, to pull that plug. Because, and, and it would be a, a monetary reason. Is a, is a, is, is a decision that was based on the financial consideration. It can't be. It can't be financial if it is 140. That's my view. Oh, Prof, what's your thing? No, no, no. I didn't be requesting for 140 from Arsenal. Okay. He okay. didn't request for 140. Okay, okay. I believe he told Juve after thinking about it over and over and over, and he prefers the option Juve offers to any other. That's why he settled for it. It's not that he actually want I mean requested for one forty from Arsenal. Well, uh, in the in, in the same um, in the same um, article put up by um, David Dunstein, it was um, it was it was reported that okay. um, that um, Gareth Bale actually um, told him to join join him at Real Madrid, but then he wasn't really convinced about the project and the likes. That would have been a a um, what's it called? A, um, an interesting proposition, really. If um, Aaron Ramsey were to join Real Madrid, but then let's just see. Let's see how that pans out. But the truth is, Aaron Ramsey would no longer be an Arsenal player by June. That favors Ramsey right now. Until I mean, let let's be frank. Juve mm. uh, <laughs> offers better better. Presently, around Madrid is more of a. Yeah, I don't shambles. know. Sorry they're to say, it's like a joke yeah, right in, now. They are not appealing to big players for now. I mean, presently, until they can get a manager that can put their house in order. 
and, and, and fight for something. We we go to um, the London Stadium on Saturday to take on West Ham and um, we'll be facing familiar foes. We have um, three Arsenal players, three ex-Arsenal players um, um, at West Ham at the moment. Lucas Fabiaski, um, Lucas Perez and recently Sami Nasri also joined them. So, Prof, um, even Jacques Jack Jacques Jacques is injured. <laughs> so, so um, Prof, let's let, let's have your view of the game. Um, uh, looking at the our recent uh, performances, you know, results that we've been getting, like the past two three games, I would say I'm not I'm not filled with confidence as regards the game. But my confidence actually is coming from all the players coming back from injury. That's a morale boost for the whole team. And um, I, I think we, we, we should get a result against Western. The Western have been very poor. And also, we always made poor teams look like the most informed teams. Even poor players look like the most informed players. I agree. No, but against Western, I think um, we should get a result, get a result against Western. Mm. You win. Know be a wide with a wide market when it is West Ham. It's going to be what? I said, though it might not be a, a, a win with a wide margin, but we should get a result against them. Mm, well, hopefully. Um, are you, are you Your view? Uh, we better as they come back, they hit the ground running immediately because I'm, I'm sure of uh, and. Natovic only give us some hair back. Mm. So you no know, matter the poor form they are, West Ham will always be uh, a strong force in English in the EPL. And even though they are now, they can to, to start their turnaround. Uh, which we debut, I think. often yeah, it's a London such team. I will want the team to be on. on of course, the team is is how to win the game, how to dictate the game. Manuel Pellegrini is a wonderful manager. He has won the Premier League before, so he definitely is a wonderfully uh, gifted tactical manager. But we should, we will try and uh, what we should do is just go for the winning. Uh, is, is, is what we want right now. Of the, too many draws, we can't afford to, to continue with the draws. We can't afford to drop um, more points if we are good, if, we, if, we, if we want to qualify for the Champions League via the league. Um, that's that's um, an assessment I agree with. So um, uh, let me let, let let me take uh, let me ask you guys: Is that a game where you see uh, Mesut Ozil starting, Prof? Uh, it depends on his level of fitness. We are not too sure about his level of fitness for now. But Bro, if he's fit, guy, I expect him to start. Is, that guy is not injured. I beg you. <laughs> no, he actually had issues with his left knee. No. From point I actually had my doubt, so you understand. Uh, because of the way they were at the issue and all like that, but let's just see for the sake of what they've been telling us, you understand. If he's game, I expect him to start. Uh I I watched some of their training videos today and uh uh if because majorly like, like that if not that is either he has been trained for a while when he kicks it from uh, almost 70-80% of his game uh, mostly he comes back looking a bit dull and requires time to actually get back into the thing maybe one game or one week uh, training session 
So if is, I really don't see why we should we should start thing. But if he's ready, he's, he will be he will be a, a good option for us. He, he, he should. Start. All right. Um. So what? That, I, what? What? Well, are, there's no point forcing him. I mean, one word. What? What are your predictions, or what is your prediction for the game? Going for a three-one win. It's all over. <laughs> Prof, I'm going to hold you to your words. You know me. Uh, <laughs> um. So. Um, you need to predict. I'm not predicting. Avec. <laughs> I'm going for an Arsenal win. <laughs> you need to predict. I'm going for an Arsenal win. That's what. That, that's that's the important thing. Um. Done uh, or um let's talk about um the FA Cup briefly. We've been drawn against Manchester United in the um in the fourth or fifth round. I'm not sure of the exact round now of the FA Cup. And what is actually the um tie of the round. Um prof um is is it is it is it a game we can win considering the fact that Manchester United are flying presently under Oligonos um Sokjer? I don't know for any anywhere from you. They've been playing mid mid table teams actually. Mm. Um but one thing is, I'm, I'm skeptical about Unai Emery. You see what you see what he did again against um, against Tottenham. Tottenham. <laughs> you know, there are some games when you would expect manager, you know, to come out blazing, and it goes in and hides in the way you against playing against Mario. Mario have this sort of option. Alex has, has not been starting for them. Even Lukaku has been coming from the bench. And some of the players have not really been not really been playing very well. So most of those players will actually play against us in the FA Cup. Though we have the magic in the FA Cup, and uh, I think we can bank on that magic against my. So I'm not not too sure what what the outcome of the game could be for us. It's, it's a winnable game for us, right? Yeah, it's a winnable game, but depending on what the manager thinks of the game. <laughs> um, are you? <laughs> Uh, it's going to be a good one, at least in, in, in uh, recent ones. For the first time, no one will be packing us. Everyone will actually be trying to win the game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is a first step for Sawyer himself. Uh, he will want to pit himself against uh, people that are, or the team that are so-called playing the offensive football. So let's see how it goes. It will be a very wonderful one, and I think both the United and the Arsenal fans will have a, a good match on their hands. Uh, uh, all this uh, said, I believe Arsenal will control that game. Uh, every if, according to what we've been having, our scored at this feet before that match, we will have a better shot. We can come up, come out with a win. Um, so let me ask you in one word. Um, Ayo, can we go all the way? To win the FA Cup? Yes. Why not? <laughs> Prof. Yeah, it's a possibility. Let's quickly talk about um, transfers. Um, we, um, we've been linked with um, two, uh, with some players in the transfer window, really. Notably, um, Eva Banega and Denis Suarez. Um, Prof, let me, let, let me uh, ask you, how will these players fit into our team, Banega and Denis Suarez? Um, I think if you are getting Banega, then we don't need to go for Denis Suarez for now. Mm. We, we we don't need two midfielders for now. We need wings actually. So if if you are getting the Denis Suarez, then just go for Carrasco. If you are getting Banega, 
Carrasco or another winger. I, I, if that, the winger would do for us this time. Like, as I thought Denis Suarez plays on the wing. No, he's, he's actually midfielder. The wing, yeah, a wing back. Someone even re- referred to him as uh, the John O'Shea of midfield. I think, I think, I, I think, I think he's versatile. He can play across across the midfield. I think that's exactly. across. He, he can play across the midfield. But let, 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 um, if if I get him, Banega, let's go for a winger to complement him, not Denis Suarez and Banega for this transfer window, January. Will, will, will Carrasco mm, do, do a job yeah, for us? offers a good option, though. Mm, yeah, I, I think I agree. Yeah, what, what, what? a good option, but did, sorry, may I continue? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, the, the worry is uh, why leave for China? Exactly, I was about uh, to say When that. you still have mm. something to offer. Mm. Uh, I have Okay. Actually, actually today, like I was saying, though I know Carrasco is young, you know, he's just 24, but why, why, why for China at that? Exactly. Exactly. So it's about mentality. Mm, it's about mentality, I agree. What of the level of fitness of his game? These are the things we should, we should consider when he comes in, because I'm telling you, you can't compare Chinese league with the, the English EPL. When you come in, the level of fitness will, you will need to step it up. Mm. So how soon will he be ready to step into the to, to, to the game for us? And then again, what exactly can we expect from him? We knew Yannick Carrasco when he was in Atletico Madrid, exactly. and how wonderful he can be. But we for him to to have that kind of mentality at age 24, 25 that you can move when you have your own career uh, is not a kind of mentality I. I, I I I appreciate, but so then let's scrap. thank uh, let's thank uh, whatever makes him decide to want to come back to to, to top. You uh, cannot football. say. I actually got I actually got um, two responses to that my tweet mm. about um, questioning his mentality. You know, trying to go at that, that um, such a young age, mm. and two people actually gave um, the example of um um uh, which self. Okay. Which we had our place for Dortmund. Mm. He went to China and he came back, and he has been doing very, very well for Dortmund. So they are saying, okay, it's all about money. It might be because of the money, and or oh, you understand. So um, I think there's nothing really to worry about about Carrasco. He's still young. He will join five by September. Leo did it also. Went to Chinese league and then came back to the uh, and went back and went back to the Chinese back. league again. Right? <laughs> <He> did wonders. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe the Chinese league is not so bad after all. Mm, well, um, yeah, uh, we we are, we are we are ending the podcast now. But before we do that, I want you guys to um, listen to this. We cannot sign uh, like uh, doing uh, some final with one player. We only we can loan player. Only loan players in this January transfer window. Only loan players. With that in mind, when Dennis Suarez has been a name that's been mentioned as a potential loan, where are you on that? Is that a possibility that he comes in, or is it a case that Barcelona would only let him go on a permanent deal? I don't know now his situation, but uh, we we can only sign players like Alon, and I know the club is, is working for the possibility who player can help us with this condition.
that was that was uh Emery talking about um, our our situation presently that we can't only sign players on loan. We can't sign players um, permanently, at least not in this window. In one word, Prof, what's your view? Well, I don't know. I think I'm seeing another one guy in Una Emery as regards the, uh, what he's saying about no money to sign players actually. But then that we might actually be cash trapped in some ways. Though I think we can't be cash trapped to not be able to get a player like Denis Suarez <laughs> and probably even Banega. Both both will cost us probably more than forty million. Probably uh, even Banega and Carrasco will cost us more than forty million. So um, I, I think I'm seeing other as well in, in, in Emery, and I think it will play plug on a particular player this Danish transfer window. All right, Ayobami, briefly, what's your take? No money. It is disheartening. It is disheartening. Let me tell you, uh, our position on Forbes list and uh, our ratings is enough. Is is enough to tell us to, to show that our business investment has been wonderful. We've been doing great in in business. It is about time this our American investor Cranky starts dipping some cash out from his own purse. He has to. He, uh, I mean. Fighting for trophies and, uh, I mean, determination to win things starts from the very top of the management. If our owner is not ready to invest in us, and then we, what, 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 what goes on? This shows everyone who has been screaming for Wenger's head during his reign. He has not been the, the, the real one at all. If there's no funds available for manager to use, he won't go and use his own funds. It is high time our, our owner that uh, maybe we should even start a protest uh, to him <laughs> to, to give him a couple of Imagine 2008, he invested zero, zero, zero pounds into, into Arsenal. They're running it with our own operational cost. That, 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 is, that doesn't look good for, 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 for the future, mm. especially when you are considering competing with the likes of PSG, Man City uh, and Real Madrid. With Manchester United, you, you you just can't do it with fifty million pounds every every summer. <laughs> All right. Um, with that, we've come to the end of um, this episode of the Ghana Podcast, brought to you by Niger Gunners. It's been a pleasure to have you guys join me uh, to discuss about the club we love, Arsenal. Um, this is your first time um, on this podcast, Ayoban. Thanks for being a part. Thank you very, very much, Niger Gunners. Alright, thank you very much, Ayobami. Um, Ayobami Street Alandu is um, crisp at crisp underscore blog. I wouldn't know what led to that really, but then that's his, um, that's his um, Street Alandu. You can follow him. Um, Ola Tunde, as usual, thanks for coming on. Yeah, it's a pleasure. I'm actually happy to be back on the on the podcast. Yeah, it's 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 a pleasure to have you join us. Olatunde's uh, handle is at Olatunde. Um, you can also give me a follow at Olatunde at H O R. Then the rest as it is. Um, thank you guys thank for you. being a part of the podcast. Have a wonderful evening. Yes, thank, thank you. you. This episode of the Gunnar podcast can be listened to on our website, um, gunnar.nigergunners.com. You can also listen to this podcast on other music streaming um, platforms such as um, iTunes, Spotify, and the likes. Thank you guys for being a part of this podcast once again. Um, you can follow us via our Twitter handle at nigergunners. My personal Twitter handle is at fulumuiwa underscore one. Until I come your way again next week, have a wonderful weekend. Bye for now.